Welcome to the Denton's Toronto Business Insights Podcast. I'm Blair McCready, the managing partner of Denton's Toronto. On this podcast, we discuss topics and trends to help general counsel and executives grow, protect, operate, and finance their businesses in Toronto and beyond. Now, today, we want to talk about estate and business planning for business leaders. And the Canadian Federation of Independent Business has suggested that about 70% of small and medium-sized business owners are planning to exit those businesses by the end of the decade. There'll be about $1.5 trillion in business assets changing hands. But despite those figures, only 9% of business owners had a formal succession plan and about half of those business owners had no plan at all. This lack of personal planning can significantly impact a business's bottom line. And that's why I'm pleased to be joined by my fellow Toronto partner and trusts and estates practitioner, Blair Botsford, to get her insights on the intersection of business and personal planning and how getting your personal affairs in order can add significant value to your business. So welcome, Blair. Blair, what are the most common personal planning elements that business owners and leaders should get to benefit their business? Well, to benefit their business and and to benefit themselves personally, it's really the same issues all the time. Looking at their duties and responsibilities to others, making sure, I mean, on the business front that employment contracts, shareholders agreements, any relationships with creditors, suppliers, all of those things are in order. And then on the personal front, similarly, they wanna make sure their duties and responsibilities to spouse, children, creditors, the taxing authorities, that all of that's in order. So that there aren't a, there isn't a surprise, a crisis, a liquidity issue that comes up out of the blue that's going to slow down a succession plan or slow down a plan for exit or sale of a business. So, I mean, it sounds like on, on both the, the business and the, the personal front in terms of getting things in, in order, um, there's a fair bit to do in, in both buckets. So, how long in advance of an exit or succession event should a business owner start this process? That's a really good question. We recommend that people will keep things up to date on a regular basis, but anywhere from two to five years, which you know sounds like a really long time frame. But as you go back and forth between working with accountants, lawyers, financial advisors, and how the business dialogue might change in terms of structuring they might be contemplating to get an order, then that impacts how their assets are held from a personal standpoint and how they might want to look after their family or if they have community or charitable interests. So the conversation kind of goes back and forth between personal and business and life intervenes, they're busy, they're running a business, they have careers to manage. All of a sudden, two months turns into six months, turns into a year. So easily minimum two years. And in, in terms of the, the, the team of advisors that, that uh, a business owner would need to put this succession plan in place, 
in addition, in addition to having counsel like yourself, who, who are some of the other team members that, that business owners should be putting into place as part of preparing for this succession plan? Yeah, that's a good question, Blair. Um, the typical ones are an accountant, financial advisor, insurance advisor, um, business valuator, and then it can get into other areas depending on how people are envisioning life after running a business. If they're maybe in a bit of a quandary about what, what to do to fill the hours afterwards. Sometimes people will also talk to coaches and other counselors to look at you know, that next stage of life. Okay, Blair, so once a business owner has put together their team, they've thought about sort of the issues in terms of how they want to develop the plan, and they've ultimately got that sort of core plan in, in place. How often should that business owner sort of review and update that plan? Yep, thanks, that's a good question. Generally speaking, we recommend around every five years, if there's nothing, no intervening events, everything's quiet and seems to be humming along, dust it off around every five years and do a revisit. But if there are events that intervene, disruption in the business climate, loss of key employees, change in relationships with you know, related business entities, or their you know, health events for the owner, their family, um, you know, ma major change in financial circumstances personally. So those usual life events that, that come out of the blue sometimes can be an early warning for an, a review as well. And, and so Blair, before sitting down with someone like yourself, um, what are some of the key issues or questions that uh, business owners should be asking themselves be before they sit down to develop this plan? Yeah, the starting point is looking at, well, having an inventory, obviously, of what you own, what you owe, to whom you owe responsibilities. But then it's, um, it's more of a personal question about what is the legacy you want to leave behind? Um, how do you want to leave things off with your business colleagues? What kind of transition out of the business do you want? But, um, yeah those bigger personal questions like who am I what what you know what do I want to do with my plan how am I going to benefit people we see in the news more and more celebrities or people like Warren Buffett talking about not leaving all of their assets to their family you know they want to leave enough that their children further descendants can do something but not so much they can do nothing so having, having that sort of personal introspection and then a conversation with the family about how the, the planning is going to unfold and affect everybody. All right, so, so in your practice, uh, I know you deal with business owners who are operating in multiple jurisdictions. And so how does that, uh, that multi-jurisdictional element factor into the business or personal planning that, that you'd encourage business owners to undertake? It adds an element of 
well, increased timing and complexity because you're already working with, I would say, puzzle pieces in terms of fitting together the business and the personal. Once you start to add multi-jurisdictional issues, whether it's differing tax treatment and different countries have different rules around how um, their estate and succession laws work and those are different from how trust law works. So you add on another layer of how you can cobble together different legal systems to get to the goals and, and results that the client wants. So whatever time frame you're planning, add on a few months, definitely. All right. Now the the need to focus on personal planning uh, applies to more than just business owners. Um, I mean, we were talking a bit before the start of the podcast that there's about 45% of Canadians who don't even have a, a formal will. So um, what advice would you uh, give to those people about how to start getting their personal affairs in order? That's a good question. Uh, no time like the present really it's staying current is really helpful. I tell people, you know, plan well so they can live well and leave an organized estate. So collecting up that background information is a little bit tedious and probably not the most exciting thing they'll do in a week is you know, kind of assembling a household minute book, source documents, listing of accounts, who are the key contacts, that emergency folder or binder get that information together. Once you've done it once, keeping it up to date's not nearly so bad. That due diligence is what the lawyers and the accountants and financial advisors are going to need to help with the planning. So once you've done that, you're, you're well along the way to have a conversation about structuring your affairs and doing wills and powers of attorney. So it sounds like the best time to start is, uh, is now. Um, well, listen, Blair, thanks very much for sharing uh, all of those insights. And uh, thanks to all of you as well for listening to today's podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes on the Toronto Business Insights podcast series, which you can find on our dentons.com podcast page. You can also access other episodes of this podcast, as well as uh, descriptions for each topic and information on all of our guests. Now, uh, Denton's is a global legal practice providing client services worldwide through its member firms and affiliates. This episode is not designed to provide legal or other advice, and you should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Please do see dentons.com for legal notices. And thanks very much again for joining us today.